love you. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. Always happy to have you here. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh, and I was the best pitcher in my T-ball league. Wow. In your T-ball league? (laughs) (laughs) I figure it's a sports drama episode today. I should should throw out a a good, inspiring fact about my my sports life. Uh Uh-huh. The best pitcher in the the T-ball league. (laughs) In the T-ball league. That's right. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Uh, I am the Faceless Leon, and uh, I started my first game. The was our our first game as a fre- as Trin team. I started as center, and um, that was also the last game I played center. So. Yeah. <laughs> way too many sack quarterbacks huh i i guess so i the guy that i was supposed to be blocking i mean i okay so i didn't like grow up playing the game at least not in like right. a formation type deal where you run plays and stuff backyard you know tag football you know is what we yeah. did and we who cared about the rules we were kids just having fun you get out there and they expect you to know all this stuff but i'm not a sports guy i really am not i'm just a big guy and right uh and sure i've watched (laughs) it on tv but i i I never got into it i i watched it because it was on because my dad is a sports nut anyhow I knocked the guy I that was in front of me on the ground every single play, but of course he was like a good foot and a half smaller than me. Probably shouldn't have been a lineman, and I didn't know what to do after that point. So I went and found another person to push, and I think I was just leaving the holes open, and I think I was, yep, was not yep. doing great. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know shit about football, but we'll talk about that second. Second. Because uh, first, yeah, first we're going to talk Ali, which is boxing, and right. uh, I ain't ever boxed a day in my life. I I have punched some bags. I've punched somebody <laughs> <laughs> out of self-defense, but that was it. That, that was kind of, my dad had an old school view on that sort of thing you know right, kids right. beat each other up on the playground my mother was the opposite direction so when she got wind of this it was not pretty uh that was right. that was the I real fight was that <laughs> <laughs> so no one was prepared for that battle so i think we should talk a little bit uh about what we're doing here um yes so yes we should it is, as uh, many know in this nation, Black History Month, want, I think it's important to uh, prop up and uh, examine and appreciate black culture and history. Right. Uh, but I feel like we do a pretty good job as a show of making that happen on a regular basis. Uh, we try. We try. I I think so. If we we could do a better job, let us know. We we yeah. we want to do better. Anyhow, here we are. We're yeah, doing I'm... some uh, sports history um, this time okay. around. Cause I I just wanted to jump off of what you were yeah. saying though. That like for me, it's uh, where it comes from. 
where my fear of doing multiple, like last year, we, as you said, we did like, I think two or three episodes on Black History, uh, for Black History Month, that is. And that's great. And I would love to keep doing that. It's when I listen back to it, I hear like the underlying ignorant racism in myself. (laughs) Right. And it it makes me, it makes me really mad at myself. And I'm just like, why the (laughs) fuck did I say that? Or why the fuck would I say that? Right. And like, cause I mean, when you're, when you're improving, which is what we, we do, like none of this is scripted. I don't know how obvious that is, (laughs) but like when when it's improv though, your brain kind of does just shut off and you go, you just talk and you talk. Right. And I don't know. Uh, it, it's, it's a worry of mine because it's like, I'm always trying to be better and I always want to be more of a supporter and an ally or a better one at least. Yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm an ignorant individual and I'm not going to be, uh, I'm not going to be like a person who says I'm not racist because I try not to be racist, but right. I, I was it's, born white. It's, I, it's I a, will say like it's, it's ingrained prejudice, I think is, yeah, exactly. Is more of what it is. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I, I think racism implies a feeling of superiority and, um, hatred. That's fair. So that's I, fair. I don't think you yeah, have it, that. It's not, it's not, it, it's especially not implied. That's the thing. It's like, I always, uh, it, I guess it's just blindness. Yeah, it's blind. You know, it's like yeah, I, we're I've blind. been blind. I've been blind to how I've been raised. I've been blind to to how I think, how I speak, uh, and so it's it's. I don't know. It's, it is. Ignorance. It's always important to push ourselves. I'm happy that you right. you talked me into doing this episode because uh, the, the reason we're doing the three movies we're doing is uh, there was a movie came out last year called King Richard, yep. starring Will Smith. I wanted to see it. It was hard to find. And we finally, you know, it's finally rentable. And so we were going to do it in January. I was like, hey, I want to do King right. Richard. And we had we had an open January spot. And you're like, well, that would work if we pushed that back for uh, Black History Month. And I was just like, oh, man, I don't. Right. You know, I got scared about it. But then it, I'm happy you pushed me. But what what we've decided to do is we've, we, we looked at Will <laughs> Smith. And I was like, hey, I've never actually, I haven't seen Ali since I was a kid. Right. And I was like, let's kind of watch Ali again. You were like, well, is there a third Will Smith sports movie out there? And I was like, there damn sure is. It's called Concussion. And so we we, we tacked that on. I never seen Concussion, so <laughs> I I'm think ha- I'm happy with what we did. I I did and actually enjoy all three of these <clears throat> flicks. I'll say that. Um, and I guess we're gonna talk about Ali. I enjoyed two of them. I do th- want to say that. Concussion is more of a more of a sports history movie than it is um, uh, and medicine history. Uh, the The character is a hero, really. Uh, and we'll talk more about Doctor Bennett Omalu uh, when we get there. But you know, yeah. it, it, I feel like that is it's a little bit more. Outside of, I think, what we were maybe going for, but whatever. <laughs> I think it still works because yeah, still that's works the, the weird thing about these the weird thing about these three films is they're all sports dramas, mm. but the only one that is your traditional textbook sports drama that follows most of the beats you would expect in a sports drama is Concussion. Yeah. Because Ali is more biopic and King Richard is more also biopic in a way. Yeah. Uh, more more focused biopic it's just 10 years but it's a very i guess ali is only 10 years too yeah people do no no growing no uh, king richard is only like is only like four or five years isn't it it's not ah, that long okay. 
Um, okay. But yeah, Ali only focused on like 10 years of Ali's life, but it, it's very weird because when I watched Concussion, I was not expecting it to be the, the one that was textbook. <laughs> right. <laughs> it really was. It does kind of have that arc, but I mean, we'll, we'll talk, I think because it is history, yeah. we should talk about its ending <clears throat> uh, because yeah, we, we I have agree with to. You. But anyways, we're going to do in, in chronological order that these movies were released, we're going to talk about yeah. Ali... Uh, Will Smith playing Muhammad Ali, um, the yes. famous boxer, Way back, world champ. Yeah. Way back in 2001, it's directed by uh, Michael Mann, who is more famous for Heat, uh, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. Uh, Heat? Well, actually not Robert De Niro. Heat. Yeah, H-E-A-T. Very good movie. And Collateral, uh, with, I think with Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise. I'm not hmm. sure about that one. But that's a great one. I like Collateral a lot. Um, Heat, a lot of people love. I've watched it once. haven't returned to it in a while. I should, I should, you know, redo that. But it's also, uh, it's written, it's co-written by uh, Mann, Michael Mann and Eric Roth, who wrote uh, Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Oh. So that's kind of fun. That- and some other people. There are, there are like two or three other people involved in the writing of this, but that's whatever. Those were the two that I remembered. Um, but yeah, we have we have Will Smith as Ali, and this goes from years I think like 1965 to 1975. I can't remember, but you have him at the very beginning of his career, winning the was it the heavyweight champ or lightweight? Which which one was it? He became the I think the heavyweight champ of the world, right? Oh uh, yeah, he's the heavyweight. Uh, Ali, was, right? Yeah. yeah, he I can't remember who he beat first, uh, but he takes the he takes the title. Good and from question. there spins this story, which focuses on Muhammad's, uh, or I guess I should say it focuses on Ali's uh, exploration of Islam. Yes. His friendship with uh, Malcolm X, or at least his uh, his brief uh, encounters with Malcolm X. Right. They, um, they played do make it by, off that they were buddy-buddy uh, uh, before yeah. he was uh, essentially – before Malcolm X was essentially excommunicated from the Nation of Islam. Right. But And, and here uh, Malcolm is. X is played by Mario Van Peebles. Oh, yes. And I really enjoyed his performance as Malcolm X. Uh, nowhere near Denzel Washington's, oh, but no. still but really good. Still, yes. Very good. Uh, I, would I was really surprised by all the people I recognized in this movie. Yeah, but the characters that is that what you mean? Like the the real life? I mean the people too. Yeah. So like Jeffrey Wright's in it. How, uh, he plays Howard yes. Bingham. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised so, by him. And uh, wait, uh, Cassius Clay Senior, uh, Gino Carlo. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Esposito. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's the that's the crazy thing. Way back as a kid. I had a huge love for Will Smith, mainly because of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, I really love Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And because of that, I love Will Smith. I listen to his raps, which are hilarious. And in my opinion, they still hold up. They're still fun. (laughs) Um, But I I really just loved him. And so when Ali came out, you know, I remembered I I had like somehow tried to sneak this and watch this. I don't think there was much interest in my household to watch biopics. I feel like that was one that really would send my dad to sleep in like 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> Dude, I've watched movies with your dad. <laughs> yeah. I've witnessed it. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he passes out quick. 
And like, uh, it's also, it's hilarious too. Cause it's like, you have to judge the volume on the TV too, because it's just like, he'll pass out and he's got a loud snore. So it's like, all right, I got to turn it up. Yeah. I don't want to turn it up enough to it's going to wake him up. Cause then he'll be upset by that. <laughs> turn it down guys. Jeez. You were watching this watching movie that. too. <laughs> <laughs> it also, it also has Jamie Foxx in it. Yes. Um, right. Yes. As, as his manager or like a uh, coach in a way? I, yeah, some kind of manager. I don't know like the traditions of boxing, but he's in his right, corner. Yeah. He talks him up. And his character yeah, he's is his cheerleader. Uh, Drew Bundini Brown. He won by Bundini. Yeah. Rhymes with Houdini. Um, it's just, it. it's crazy because like, again, I watched it as a kid. And when I came back to this movie, pretty much all of these actors, but Will Smith, I thought I had a later introduction to. Because uh-huh. it's like Giancarlo Desposito, totally thought Breaking oh, Bad was the first sure. time I'd ever seen that guy. For sure. I hadn't seen yeah, this Yeah, and immediately movie, though, fell in love with so him. So it was kind of... Oh, yeah. It, because the same thing with Jeffrey Wright. Like, I didn't know him until Westworld, really. Um, same. And so and going back and watching this movie, it's like, oh... All these people were there the whole time. I just, I just didn't pull them out of the woodwork. All these good See, that, people. I mean, that yeah, that was the thing. I feel like I've seen them in a lot of stuff, but I never recognized or remembered them right. until until they had their like big performance that solidified them in my mind. Plus, also, I started studying film and television right around the time of Breaking Bad. So and Westworld also, I guess, because that was that was near my post college days. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it, it makes sense that I wouldn't start picking up on these people until I started studying the the stuff. Right, right. But yeah, it was it was a good a good eye opener to come back to Ali and just be like, what what oh. like that's Giancarlo Desposito. What are you doing here? So, but it's it's a very fascinating movie, um, where you just follow the life of Ali. You follow him. You know, he, as as I said, he explores Islam. Uh, he is a uh, during his wrestling, or Jesus wrestling during his boxing days. Uh, which war was it? Was that that would have been it Vietnam? Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was drafted, and because of his religion, he was like, "I can't do this. I can't go fight your war because of my religion." You know, and also he, as he's mentioned in interviews, he's just like. Uh, people of Asian cultures haven't done anything against me. He's right. like my own, uh, my own attacks. Everything that I, I'm experiencing that is negative in my life is coming from my own country, right? And, and the people around me. So he's just like, why would I go for, fight a war for this? And like, it it, it explores all those uh, moral moral choices that he makes, and you know, kind of, I don't know. I, I kind of I like. It's gonna be so unpatriotic of me, but I agree with every <laughs> fucking thing that he fought yeah, for. Yeah, like, yes. Every time made he sense. made a stance, I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" I I loved yeah. it. I thought I it, this movie really made me realize how much of a public figure he really was. Like he wasn't right, just an athlete. He 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 was the people's champion. Like that's. I feel like what yeah. this movie was really trying to say too, like they goddamn fucking nailed it in your head a couple times. Um, yeah, yeah, and is. like in this, there's like this. I don't know, some kind of council or briefing called about his boxing uh, license, and the guy who is like 
playing doing the judge type role asks him uh refusing to fight for the american people is uh something that the world champion would do the people's champion would do and he's like yes yes i do (laughs) and he said and this is not a courtroom so i'm leaving and 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 me me and sarah both like it's not a courtroom. <laughs> I really, like it really. I just thought he was at court. I thought this was the part, like, yeah. where his uh, license or whatever got provoked, uh, which I guess maybe it did. But it's 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 a weird it's a weird thing because after that he couldn't fight in these areas anymore. He had to like if there was a fight, it had to be outside of the country or in a in a city that didn't need those requirements uh so you know right. like, i think he had to travel to atlanta he, he once went to, to fight. georgia because there's no boxing committee in georgia at least at that time right and um, yeah and it's the whole time he's basically waiting to hear if he has to go to prison or not like he's got he's got this right, court dates right. uh lined up i'm sure and they keep on losing and they keep on appealing and eventually he just loses all his money because uh, of all these court fees uh, and, and they right. don't let him box which is the way he makes money <laughs> so yeah it's it's it, it, good it's at. a really and it, and it was really just a shitty attack from yeah you know the the white people in charge basically uh also the way that he was drafted was kind of suspicious at least in the film it was yeah uh, it because it seemed more pointed right because initially when he went to get tested because because i guess you got to get a physical or whatever he they flunked right him. right you gotta and now and then after he becomes a world famous boxer who is also uh uh a muslim vocal yeah and, and vocal. vocal and vocal all of a sudden he is fit a1 or whatever that means uh, maybe we should yeah. know they that i mean it's still they can still call the draft if they want to so maybe we should know that kind of shit i was gonna say like um, <laughs> i've i have been tested uh uh 4f well you know as mash puts it foul oh, foul yeah. foul foul um <laughs> you know i have you know well i mean it's just because if you've had like a history of depression or like mental right. like what they call mental illnesses if you have a history of that uh, you know they don't they don't want you serving in in a war atmosphere because clearly you might not be stable enough to handle that a war fair. atmosphere. That's fair. I don't and, recall but, ever getting a test for that. I don't. I don't know. They wanted me bad. They, they really wanted, wanted me bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, they birthed me in their fucking Area Fifty One area. Of course, they wanted to of keep course, me in the government. Of but yeah, they didn't. No, I mean, it's just it's, it's more just I because just of my. I don't understand. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you just elicit fear in people if they if they need to like scare a town it's just like look at this faceless creature yeah but so then why not the army are you trying to say that our army, army are pacifiers too. oh i would scare the the, the uh, troops I yeah would scare yeah troops. troops wouldn't want to fight with you they'd be fighting themselves because it's just like i think we should kill this thing it makes no sense and so me, you I can think hide they would suit. be they more afraid of me than Doctor Manhattan? That's a good point. <laughs> well, I think I, I think with Manhattan, it's more of like an intimidation thing where he could, he puts them in their place with his giant swinging blue right. dick. Yeah, of course. So like they don't 
Yeah, they're they're terrified of him, but they'll follow him in the battle because anybody who's willing to walk nude like that, they're just like, yeah, yeah that yeah. is like, brave. <laughs> That's braver right there. <laughs> follow his ass in the in the battle any day. Hey, he's the color of freedom right there. <laughs> <laughs> Paint some red stripes and some white stars on him. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Secret of you, Watchmen. Yep. <sighs> but with Ali, uh, I mean, there's not much to say. If you don't know the story of Ali, obviously, you should go out and watch this movie. It does a pretty good job. At least, yeah. I mean, again, it's only a, it's a very small period of his life, but it's the it's the it's the the peak of his life you know it's the big right. it's the big moments where he was the biggest name that he could possibly have been and it, it follows his you know his winning of the heavyweight title to his recapturing of the heavyweight title after it was ripped from him mm-hmm. because he couldn't uh couldn't fight anymore and it's it's very fascinating it's really uh it, it will smith is really well done in this movie oh and, yeah it real, is let me reword that. Will Smith is an amazing actor in this film because it's like he, Let, he you can tell he gained weight for the role. Yeah. You can tell he he put on some good muscle. Um the boxing scenes, which are the scenes I like the most, uh cuz I like a good boxing film. I have, I don't watch boxing, mm-hmm. but I love boxing movies. And it's the art of That's the where this film shined for me was the was the fight scenes because one they had real boxers fighting him. So, like, the, the guys who were playing all these famous uh, boxers of the day were boxers of the time period in, in 2001. Uh, so, like, I don't know if they're still active boxers, but they, mm. they, they were at least right. boxers themselves. And basically, they were told to actually hit Will Smith, just don't knock him out. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> oh, you know, he... he it, those 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 fights though they're really good because they were real because it was actually you know he's actually in the ring he's doing the uh, if you never watched Ali fight ever first off go out and watch an Ali boxing fight there's plenty of them on YouTube he was amazing to watch in the ring I loved Ali as a kid um, because like he has that famous saying float like a butterfly sting like a bee yeah. and it was one hundred percent fucking true with how he fought because his feet he was just so light on his feet right just dancing around the ring and he would just tire his opponents out and once they were tired out then he would go in and just like throw in all the punches and it was amazing to watch it was always it was always just a powerhouse uh, it was just so fast and like you know i knew ahead of time that he was still the champ through this this period so I'm sorry to right. ruin any of the uh, suspension in the movie. To get into closing statements, yeah, I think uh, so. I really, I really like this movie. It's a good biopic. It's not great when they're not in the ring. Uh, it does get a little dry. Mm. It does get a little stale, a little boring. Mm. Um, even though I enjoy the exploration that they're doing, and and they're they're doing, you know. They're doing justice to the story of his life. They're not doing justice to the the epicness of his life, like mm. the legend. They're not doing the legend of his life justice. They're just kind of like telling it, and yeah, it, it's kind of boring bit. after you know what. But the fight scenes are amazing, and one thing that I really fucking love, um, aside from Will Smith, Will Smith, 
the best part about this entire film. Oh, yeah. He did a great job. Well, I love but Jamie another Fox individual, in we'll sp- yeah, I do like Jamie Foxx, but the two people who were nominated for this movie were Will Smith, nominated for Best Actor. He uh, sadly lost to Denzel Washington for Training Day, but he was nominated. The other one who was nominated, I don't know if he won or not, was John Voight. John Voight's in this film. Yeah, it does he not plays- look like John Voight. It doesn't. It was so. It took me a while to recognize that that was him because I, I saw his name in the opening credits, and then it took me like maybe thirty to yeah, forty minutes and be like, "Oh, that's John Voight." Yeah, they did. They yeah, really made him to look up like this guy. Uh, yeah, and it was it's good. He was. I don't remember his name. What is? Uh, let me see. I if believe I, I it's it down. Howard uh, Cassell. Yes, I was just about to say Howard Cassell. He was a he was a television host or something you know he, he yeah. covered a lot of sports uh, uh and news and everything like that yeah i don't know and if he was exclusively with, boxing but like they got like a I don't real think good he relationship was, but, him and ali yeah uh on camera the nice thing on camera it's like hostile but behind the camera they they love each other that well that was the nice thing too is like i did a, i did a tiny bit of research into it because i wanted to make sure they weren't just whitening up this right this character uh, to make him look nicer Apparently not. Apparently he was very, you know, uh, you know, good friends in a way with Ali. And the thing I love, though, is when you see their first meeting in the very beginning of the film, like Ali is very antagonistic yes. to him. And he's just like, he's like looking under his toupee. He's making this guy look really bad on camera. But then like within like two or three interviews, though, they're just like they're both just ragging on each yes. other and they're having a good time but like you know howard cassell will say something and then ollie's like well you know what i asked your wife about that yeah. <laughs> i just fucking loved it it was it was it was well yeah. done i enjoyed I, I give the movie three stars overall I, I i really enjoyed the boxing scenes most and i'll enjoy the exploration of the character i think they just could have made it a little more i mean bombastic seems wrong but they they i don't know they, they needed more oomph to the legend of the story hmm. Hmm. so of this man uh, you know i don't know that i really agree with that but when you say that um i, I know you guys can hear my dog barking back there I, I, like i don't know if i should get <laughs> up and try to help but i've also lost my train of thought again uh, you disagree with with yes. what I'm saying about the umph. So I well, not necessarily the umph, but you said that for you, you found the scenes in between the fighting kind of boring. For me, that was the really interesting part. Like it might just because I really am interested and curious about the history of the nation of Islam in general. Honestly, yeah. all religions uh interest me but i feel like i am fairly familiar because with the nation of islam because i've watched that spike lee movie so many times uh and so him interacting being ali with those characters that i'm already familiar with uh was really interesting it was like watching that spike lee movie from a different angle is what it felt like in the beginning it it definitely loses no, I, that feel halfway through. Yeah. I can agree with you, and I think that's why it bored me was because mm. it just felt like a lesser version of the Spike Lee film. I see, I see. I I felt that it, it was even just though you're trying seeing it from a di- something different with it. Yeah, uh, 
But I mean, that's the thing is it didn't feel like it was saying anything different. It felt like it was very much the exact same. It's just whereas Malcolm X was excommunicated from them, Mal- uh, uh, Muhammad Ali got you know closer into it or closer uh, involved. Yeah, I, for I a think, slight bit. Yes, very slight bit. I think I, I, I this is something that I meant to research. Like I wanted to know how long he stuck with them or if he did so for the remainder uh you know of his life um yeah now that i think about it uh, is is he still with us i thought he did pass away no I, yeah okay. i think i think uh, muhammad ali passed away okay but uh his daughter Layla ali is also a badass in the in the ring and if you're going to go out and check out a boxing match of Muhammad Ali, you might as well check out a boxing match of Layla Ali, too, because nice. she's just as fun to watch. Wonderful. Uh, well, so, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed, like I said, him interacting with those characters. And I thought that really what I wanted was more of that from this movie. So yeah. I, I give it a full face. I think I'd watch it again. I thought the brief interaction with all his wives was interesting. Um, but mm. like, and I think it was important to show that part of his character. If you're going to do a true biopic about him. Um, right. One of them be the first one being uh, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, which that was kind of funny right. for him to be. Yeah, I mean, if he's gonna have three wives in the in the movie, one of them might as well be his wife. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and in real life too, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Will I Smith thought this into polygamy, and and with with Ali being divorced, and married so long, I felt like that was something that was very frowned upon in in the nation of Islam. And I just don't know. Yeah. So I feel like after they sure. they suspended him for a short period of time, and then all of a sudden decided it was cool if he came back in because he won a fight. I don't know. It was it was weird how that was played out. Yeah. It it seemed like he let them stay and keep on managing him, mo- namely being Herbert Herbert Muhammad, played by Barry uh, Shabaka Henley. Um, he manages him throughout the the movie, but he's also he's the son of Elijah Muhammad. So right, it, it he is very close, but I think I feel like it is more like uh, Muhammad Ali is Herbert's um, project, whereas um, Elijah Muhammad is the one who gave him the name Muhammad Ali as well. So right. there is that Which closest I didn't know that, thing. So that was yeah, cool. I didn't know that either until the movie. Um, there yeah. is that closest there for him and the nation, but I feel like after they did that to him, because as he said, he never stopped being a Muslim, even though they told him he wasn't yeah. allowed to practice. So I think that really is what I have left to say about the film is that I, I yeah. found the actual historical things going on around in this movie. Very interesting. And I think that they did a good portion of that while still making it a good boxing movie. Like you gave it three stars. I I gave it a full face. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's 
definitely recommendable. I do want to say also, just because we mentioned when he got uh, when when he got his name of Muhammad Ali, I did want to say that I thought it was really cool in the movie. Um, Howard Cassell has a moment when they're when they're in an interview and he calls mm-hmm. him Cassius, and he's like, "That is not my name." You know, my name is Muhammad Ali. This is the reason I'm not using that name anymore. Right. Please call me by Muhammad. And and Howard Cassell, to give the man credit, I, I didn't research this, so I don't mm-hmm. know if this was true or not. I think it is. But he in the movie, at least, he was just like, you're right. I'm so sorry. I used the wrong name. I will refer to you as Muhammad from now on. And that's just how it is. That's how easy it is, people. Mm-hmm. If if you have, uh, I mean, it, and it's not, you know, it's not a transgender message presented in the movie. Right. But in the real world, transgender people, if they ask you to call them by a different name, it really is not that right. fucking hard to just it go is, with the flow. It is the same thing as if somebody yeah. changes their name for religious yeah. or other reasons. It's the same thing. It is yeah. what their heart has decided to do and just respect yeah. it. Yeah, and I just I love that that scene in the movie where Howard is just like, "I am sorry, you're right, you're one hundred percent right. I'm being I'm being wrong here." Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Boom, good job." But uh, let's let's move on. But first, let's take a uh, a soda pop break. Right? Soda pop break, indeed. And I'm gonna try to get my dog yeah. to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, be back. Head. Garlic! What? What happened? I farted. Oh, gotcha. You know, while you were away, I read something terrifying on the news. Oh, no. Hamster's testicles shrink after being infected with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome well, back. Welcome back. <laughs> Let's talk some football. Let's, uh, well, first off, here's my history with football. I am, <clears throat> I am the least, uh, footballiest th- football. Like, yeah, so it's like when it comes to when it comes to what society deems as an American male, you know, it's all about cars and football and and, and trackers and shit like that. Uh, I don't know at any least of that where shit. We were from, um, yeah, yeah. At least where we're from, that's right. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm very much. I was not into football. I watched baseball when I was a kid, and around the Peyton Manning days of the Indianapolis Colts. I started watching football, and I got into it, man. For I got about two into or three it. years, yeah, I was too. real into it. I remember, I remember, I watched. It. There was the the last ep- the last football game I remember watching. I remember I got really pissed. I was screaming at the team. I was just like, "What's wrong with you? Can't you score a touchdown?" And then then I had a moment of like. Why do I care this much? <laughs> and I stopped watching football after that. And it's it's just it wasn't worth getting angry at. It wasn't worth you know. It, it I don't fucking care. I'm baseball. I, I decided then 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 and there. Baseball is the only sport I'm going to pay attention to. And I started kind of watching some cricket matches because that's kind of interesting. But that is that's an another interesting story. sport. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> there's just so many strange rules. It's it yeah. There's a lot to it. 
What is there like but, like uh, fifty eight different ways to get out or something like that? I can't remember. I, I, like I, honestly, it's kind of like watching. Uh, I had Stephen uh, Fry explain it to me once. Yeah. I think I watched that same thing. Yeah. But it's like it's like it's like hockey and soccer for me. I don't entirely understand all the rules. Right. Boy is it entertaining to watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we used I to go not to, into those games. Used to go to uh the comics hockey game in Fort Wayne. Uh yeah. it was fun to to watch. Did I did I care how the team did outside of the times that I went? <laughs> Not at all. Right. Not at right. All. So why do sports movies? Why do sports? Well, I mean, I like sports movies. That's the yeah. Thing. There's there, like there's certain there's certain great ones. Yeah. There's an empowerment to it. Uh, even when yeah. you're you're not an athletic person, you you feel the power of the it's, triumphs <clears throat> in them. Yeah. It's it's very much. I mean, a lot of the ones I like at least are David Goliath. Yeah. Uh, sports underdogs. Films. Yeah. So it's like yeah. And and that's that is the case of concussion. So concussion is very much like a David versus Goliath sports mm-hmm. film, oh, except it's not about the athlete; it's about the doctor working behind the scenes, and he's not even working with the no. NFL. No, he's he's just a he's a mortician a coroner, I think. A coroner, yes. okay. Because mortician, I think, yeah. is the ones who dress the dead for burial. That's right. Yeah, and he in and uh, we've already mentioned his name. It was Doctor Bennett Amalu. Um, he is uh, a coroner in Pittsburgh, I believe. Yes, yes, um, it is the from, city. He's from Nigeria. Steelers, Steelers. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, he's he's from Nigeria, and he came to America to work. And he's a. Uh, I think he's teaching too. No, uh, he's not teaching. He's, I think uh, he's in the at, at the beginning of the movie. He's in the middle of getting MBA. I don't remember. Uh, something, something like that. Something. Yeah. Uh, but, but he's already got like seven degrees, most in medicine. Right. Yeah. He's he's a genius. He's a certifiable genius. And he there's an interesting. See, this is where I get have issues with the film. So he is a Nigerian immigrant, I believe. Mm-hmm. He's got. I think he has his citizenship by yes. the in this movie. Um. And there, he he comes across another, uh, I think Nigerian immigrant. Um, she is from Prima, Kenya. She's from Kenya. Kenya. Okay, but they're introduced okay, through get- their church, who is primarily African immigrants, I believe, from what was shown yeah. to us. So, like to to give this to give this book uh, a shout out, um, I want to make sure I get the hold on. I gotta make sure I get the name right. Okay, so it's called it's called Americana. It's by oh fuck, Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie, uh, and it it's about two Nigerian uh, individuals. One goes to London, the other goes to America, and it's kind of like that process of you know growing up in these in these new countries and how each of them have their own racist issues and treat individuals. Not even not even just racism from whites to blacks but racism within the black community right uh, specifically in america because that's where most of the focus is uh of 
people, uh, black people born in America versus black people from Africa who came to America. So there's a lot of interculture like right. issues that are, you know, happen. And she, she brings a lot of light to it. It's very, very brilliant novel. I loved it. I wish this movie had done that more. Mm. I wish this movie had accepted that not only is, uh, uh, Dr. Bennett Amalu being attacked by the NFL for the issues he brought to light that we're going to talk about soon. But he's also being attacked, not because he's trying to attack the the game right. to ruin the game, but also because of who he is as a person. Yeah, there's yes, a lot there's more. Definitely to it. some some xenophobia behind what they they throw ahead. I I think, um, I think moreover the NFL uses xenophobia to make their decisions about his findings okay. Right. Yeah. And it just, it it bothered me though that this movie seemed like it played it way too safe. Hmm. So the, I guess I, I guess I summarized the first one a bit, so I I should let you. Okay, sure. uh, Um, so we start the movie with, uh, Mike Webster, uh, famous Steelers player played by David, uh, Morse, giving a speech after being inducted in the Hall of Fame. Shortly after, poor man lost his mind, as they put it in this movie, and ended up abandoning his family, being uh, lost on the streets, getting high and mutilating himself any way that he can until he dies. Um, And he ends up on Dr. Amalu's uh, table during his shift. Uh, and everybody wants him to just put the lid on it and let him rest because he's a, he's a city hero. Right. Um, but he said, for some reason, this healthy man at the age of 55 lost his mind. I can't just ignore it. Yeah. And so he... He examines all these scans that he's had throughout his life and nothing shows up. So he decides, since the man is dead, to get these tests on his brain. And he even has, he even has to pay for it himself because the state won't pay for it. <clears throat> right. And so they get the tests back and th- this poor man's brain is just fried. Uh, to, to yeah, it's like mush. Mush, it's mush. Yes, and um, I mean fried works too. It's just it's, yes, it's bad. It's bad. It's just bad. It's bad. And um, he puts forth a, seri- a, a a theory towards it after actually watching football with uh, Prima on television. He every time they fire off the line and hit each other. Every time. They, they take a hit at all. They are giving themselves a sub concussion, right? And well, I think what I was about to say comes more into play later in the movie. So he brings these findings to. I think he's a doctor with. I don't. I'm not sure who the doctor is that he brings it to. Yeah, that was the, that was the other issue I had with this film. Is it? It really struggles to introduce these characters and what they mean to the NFL world, right? Like, 
They do. Um, let me see. Yes. While you're while so, you're looking that up, uh, I realize we didn't we didn't give Prima. Uh, oh do yes, it's, Is it to give her the due credit? Uh, Prima is played by Gugu Mbatha-Raw, uh, and she's good. Yeah, but her character is relatively overlooked in this entire I film, and is only there to be agree. a role of interest. One hundred percent agree. Um, there is a m- moment where she finally convinces him to move after uh yeah all the hatred starts uh that's about her biggest moment that's that's pretty yeah. much what they use her for um so that's unfortunate because I, i'm sure she in real life is a very interesting woman to um to capture the love of this genius man so the guy i was looking up is is Dr. Steven Dikowski, Dikowski maybe, uh, played by Eddie Marsan. And uh, he he might even just be the, the head of some kind of medical committee or something. I don't know. But he brings this to them. And they all of us, they, they just by looking at what he has, know what he's saying is true. Right. And it, yeah. but even so they're like listen, you have to satisfy the scientific method. I can't remember exactly. The burden the burden of of uh proof I think is what it is. Mm. Can't remember the exact term, but you have to prove this otherwise take, yeah. otherwise you yeah. can't say anything. There's, you can't say. Right. You can't just take the the one sole evidence that you have presented right. to you and declare that uh football is unsafe. Right. So, suddenly, uh, I say suddenly, but over a very short amount of time, several more football people players around the same age die. Uh, and yeah. it's typically by taking their own life or by doing yeah. something risky that caused their death. And that's another part that I like – Obviously, you need that information. You need to you yeah. need to see this happened to to feel the weight of what's going on. But the parts where they would cut away to the football players who are like talking about it's like I think I'm going crazy. I'm hearing voices, right? right. And then like that stuff was the most uncompelling part of these this film <laughs> because I, I, it's like I know those guys are actors and everything, but it just it just felt so off. From the entire rest of the film, when they would cut to the football players and they're just going nuts, and I'm, I don't know, it 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 was so lo- like ridiculous to me. <laughs> just there, there were a couple scenes where I'm like, I know you think I should be really upset, like, oh my god, this is so horrible, but I'm laughing at these people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, no. it's, it's not. Uh, it, it, it did I not carry much bad weight for them because. Uh, I mean, you know, like I, I'm trying. I, I, I'm very empathetic when I watch anything, and like I'm trying to. Pu- I mean, it's. Not- I'm not saying that you're not. Forgive me. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I am totally scared of mental illness. Oh yeah, that is one of the things that I, I have a lot of fear of. I'm saying that the way it was presented was not compelling, <laughs> in my opinion. It was. Very, I, I think what you're saying it, is it, fair. Uh, a fair critique yeah. of, of what was presented. Uh, it wasn't cinematically done. No, not really. There was one. And I think there's that, a reason for that. One interaction that I thought was maybe 
worth mentioning uh, between two players where one had their shit together. They were actually part of NFL leadership and the other was on the streets trying to get money from him, probably to get drugs. Yeah. Um, and then immediately that character went and killed themselves. And then yeah. later that same character who was in the, the NFL leadership, they ended up getting yeah, the same. The, the, the disease that is discovered is CTE, right? Is that correct? Yeah. I can't remember. Concussive uh, something. Yeah. Encephalitis. It is <laughs> a chronic traumatic encephalopathy. 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 Yes, encephalopathy. <laughs> and the the guy who had his shit together, the um, as you were saying, that was Dave Dwerson, I believe, who got into yes. politics. I think he was oh, a politics. Chicago okay. mayor. I think, he, don't know. I think he became a Chicago mayor or something. But that, that he was played by Adewale Akinwe Agbaje, who we've talked about before. Yes, and we love him. And yeah. he's good here, but he plays a he plays a very obstinate individual in regards to. Uh, yeah, I Dr. believe ben the Omalu. other character was Andre Waters, uh, yeah, portrayed by so. Richard T. Jones. So yeah, it's, it is a good scene. I, I agree. Uh, I feel like that's another character they could have done way more with because he's in like mm-hmm. three scenes, but. He's the he's the he's the catalyst for what happens at the end, I guess, for for the final push. So I it, see it, it should have been it should have been sh- more built before then, because <laughs> he does something at the end that gets everybody on board in regards to, yes, this is a real thing. And it, it's just then again, the ending the the he. OK, the ending is this big speech by the doctor. Because they finally will hear him at, at this conference. Yeah. And he says, and basically his sentiment is, I don't hate football. I think there's something beautiful about it. That's why people love it. But mm. the people going into it need to know that most, there is, right. it's like 25%. It's really fucking high. Yeah. There, there's, a very high likelihood that you're going to go crazy later later in life. I hate using that term. I'm sorry. You're going to become mentally unstable later in life because of the injuries you will sustain from playing this yeah. sport. They, it, it, yeah. I mean, like literally you're bashing each other's heads like every play. Yeah. Like yeah. not all the players, of course. But Watching like, on this, the line. I'm never going to let a child of mine play football. Right, uh, and that's that's a big fear that uh, you know that's presented in this film yes, is if you is. present these findings, parents won't have their kids play football. That's They'll be the too end scared. Of yeah, and you know what? I'm 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 sorry, but I'm okay with saying good riddance. I'm not. I'm yeah, not into I'm it. good with it too. <laughs> but that's what I'm trying to get at is at the end of this movie, after that heroic speech, they flash up a card. That's pretty much the end of the movie. They flash up a card. Saying basically, yeah, one of the films. NFL did absolutely shit about it. They did nothing. Yeah. There's but a no shit awareness. ton of players sued them. Yes, a shit ton of players did sue them. And they settled out of court. And part of the condition yep. was that 
they can't say anything. So, yeah. hey, this garbage. is this is uh, some awareness for you guys out there. Uh, football's bad for your health. Uh, I mean, I hey, think that should hey, be health. Uh, uh, You're going to get us taken down. I don't care. They're going to sue us. I don't care. Go ahead. <laughs> what are you going to do? I don't have any don't money. Sue us. Don't sue us, NFL. We don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, literal prison for so, us. J- well, go watch Concussion and then, you know, use your own mind to decide what you think about yeah. the game. <laughs> So I give the movie well, like, a face with- though. I think it's yeah. I think it's um an important watch. I don't think it is as cinematically as good as Ali. Um No. But he Will Smith does a, a smashing job. That's the thing is it's it's uh, it doesn't feel very cinematic and I think the reason for that is the director and writer is Peter Landisman. Landisman. Landsman. Landisman. I don't know. Anyways, he was a New York Times writer. Oh. Uh, and he hasn't done many films. Uh, this is the only one of his I've seen. So I feel like if he had just written the script and given it to a big budget director, we might have had something here. There mm-hmm. might have been a good connection, you, you know, gotten some of the, the, the cinema of it down. But it really just doesn't come across much as a cinematic film, and it just kind of bored the crap out of me after a while. Uh, I was interested like, I like, the whole time, but yeah, <laughs> I like the David and Goliath story. But right. the only thing that had it for me was was Will Smith. He does a great fucking job here. He does. And I remember when this film came out, I wasn't watch. I didn't watch it because I wasn't into football, and I wasn't at the time at, when the film came out. I wasn't into football, and I was before then, but. By then, I was just like, fuck it. I don't care. I know it gives you concussions. Like, I don't right. Whatever. That was my opinion. And I was like, okay, yeah, obviously the movie gives you concussion. The the, the show gives you concussion. The, the game. The movie God gives damn you it. concussion, too. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's like, there's a moment, though, there was a big drama because the Oscars came out. Will Smith got snubbed. He didn't get a nomination for this film. And Jada Pinkett Smith was just like, this is bullshit. Like, he did a great job. He should have gotten nominated. And back then, my thought was, yeah, but I, it looks like the movie sucks. So, like, if the movie sucks, no matter how good he is, he shouldn't have gotten nominated. Having watched it, I completely disagree with my past self because he did a great fucking job. He did job. a good job. I loved his performance in this. Yeah, it's, it's a good performance in this. And yeah, he should have he should have been nominated. He didn't get nominated for it, but it's whatever. I, I give the film though two and a half stars, and most of those two and a half stars are from Will Smith because I'm sorry the the acting around him was just not up to par with what he was putting in. Sure, it just it felt it felt like the director had a grasp of what they wanted to do, what Peter Landisman wanted to do. And the only one who was willing to go above and beyond what the director was telling them to do was Will. Mm. It seemed like everybody else was just kind of like, all right, the director thought that was good. I guess we're going with it. But like, I don't know. It, it Again, I don't know shit about the behind the scenes. That's just how it felt to me watching it. I was mostly not interested in this one. I thought the story was very intriguing, but they did not compel me with how they were telling it. Hearing that he is... Um, a news writer is very telling of <clears throat> how the film it, it plays out. Uh, but I do like it. I think that, uh, how, I don't know. Can you agree with me that it's an important watch at the very least? It is. An, it, um, n- 
I I agree that the 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 message and the subject matter is important. Mm-hmm. I would say instead of watching this two hour long film, just go out and read some articles about it. Sure, or even listen to uh, Doctor Bennett Amale talk yeah, yeah, about just, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure there's something. Find out an there interview like that. that the the real life actor was in. Yeah, or the real life uh, actor, the real, real life, life actor was yeah a part of. <laughs> so uh, but, let's, uh, let's move on. Yeah. King Richard. Yeah. Uh, before we get to King Richard, our fun, our finale here, I just want to give you all a, uh, a give ourselves a shout out, give you all a heads up. You can head on down to patreon.com slash green and faceless if you're willing to help us with the uh, the podcast monetarily. Yeah. We've got plenty of good tiers, plenty of good merchandise with those tiers. So uh, yeah, fun. Know, check it out. Fun fan pick episodes, uh, including right now yeah. we have a poll up. For our next Monday playlist episode. So if you want to check that out, have a say about what goes on, uh, on our show that we're doing that one with to the public. You don't have to be a patron to participate in this vote. So come on down, green faceless on the couch. Oh, excuse me, patreon.com slash green faceless. And so with that, let's get into some tennis with. King Richard, here we are, directed by uh, Rinaldo Marcus Green, and written by Zach Balin. Balin, sorry, Zach. I wrote. I Balin. sloppily wrote. I would say Balin. Balin. It's, okay. It's B A Y. I wrote it so sloppily. Yeah, I wrote it so sloppily that the L and the I kind of blend together so it kind of looks like a u so i was just like i don't know if it's Balin or bayon sorry zach messed up your name there my bad writing <laughs> anyways king richard here's my here's my experience with tennis because we've, we've talked our experience with sports before the other ones with tennis i have a lot of friends who love tennis i personally i watched it i enjoy it i understand the scoring system so it's more enjoyable for me i, I like the long game like that uh the only individuals I have ever actively watched, and this is true, are Venus and Serena Williams because they're just the fucking best at the game. I think that's so true like, for me too, and that's because my dad, yeah. for a short amount of time, really got into tennis. He got into tennis though because of Venus and Serena Williams. Yeah, they're they're just they're fucking badass to watch. Yeah. They're so damn amazing at what they do, and uh, it. it the only other game, the only other tennis match that I remember watching is the one where Jody Whitaker was announced as the doctor because I knew the doctor was going to get announced during it. <laughs> so I watched it because I remember of that. you watching that. I remember you saying, oh, hey, I'm going to go home and watch Wimbledon because. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? Why? Why? <laughs> uh, but, but here we have the story of their father, uh, Richard Williams. Uh, of course, played by Will Smith. That's that was the theme of this episode. Yeah. Um, he is, uh, you know, an arguably amazing man. Yeah, uh, because of his, he had him and his wife Brandy, played by Anjanu Ellis. I think Brandy was his wife. Um, uh, but they, yes. they, she had, yeah, she had three daughters, and then together they had Venus and Serena. Yes. And so he has this huge family. They live in a very small home to where all five daughters live in one or, or sleep in one bedroom mm-hmm. um, in Compton. And at in Compton, thank you. And uh, it, which is it's a big thing uh, about where they grew up because 
uh, the thing with Richard Williams is he had a plan. Mm-hmm. He always had a plan for what you know. He his daughters were going to be grow up and become the best damn tennis players of all time. He was right. certain of that. And you know, I don't know how much of this film is accurate, but given that Venus and Serena both were producers on the film, I think it's fair to say that it's it's right that pretty it's accurate. Fair. If it's not accurate, it is a love letter to their father. Exactly, and and he he. Whenever him and his wife were not working, they were working on their kids. You know, they had one daughter who they were just like, she's going to be a lawyer. She's going to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be the best tennis players of all fucking time. And yeah. like he had a plan for all of his kids. And the last one and with Venus and Serena. she wants. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wouldn't that be shitty if there was like, if your parents planned everything for your entire family, except for one family. And, and you, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> and you know what? You're the renegade. <laughs> you get to carve your own path. <laughs> no, and, and with Venus and Serena, it meant playing tennis. But he, whenever he had the chance... He would take them out to this uh, this core area, you know. It's it's uh, it's on the grounds of a certain gang member. I don't yeah, remember his name at the beginning. I don't remember the gang member's name either. Uh, but the, yeah, it's it's just he calls it the club, but I think it is just a park, just a like a city yeah. park. Well, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just territory in that, in his mind. Right, in the gangster's mind, yeah. 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 And Richard is having his daughters in his area playing tennis, and he's he's uh, harassing one of Richard's stepdaughters, eldest, uh, Tundi. Tundi. Yeah, yeah, and because she's just studying, but, like, he's over there, this, this individual is, uh, he's... He's just harassing her. That's that's the, yeah. the short and sweet of it. And she's and only six. Richard's not having it. He, yeah. yeah, Richard's not having it. He tries to stick up for her. You know, when they're all leaving, he's just like, "You please stop doing this. I've asked him many times. Don't do this." And the guy beats the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I mean, I guess he doesn't beat him up hard then, but he does. He does punch do him in front of his daughters. And he pulled out. Uh, I, I, the the shot that they gave was from a distance, but I think he had brass knuckles on okay yeah i think he did have that i thought you were gonna say he pulled out the gun i was like that's later that's what ends up (laughs) happening later is yeah and it's just it's it's weird with the with that um because the thing with richard williams he's a very determined man yes Uh, obviously he has a plan he's sticking to the plan and he keeps going back to this court to practice and i'm just like oh my god why would you do this like uh, yeah like uh, it's the only area he had to practice with his daughter so i get it but like from the from the film's perspective seeing what he he went through with those people i'm just like man i would be scared for my fucking life to go back there and to bring my daughters there too but that's 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 the kind of man he was he was gonna do everything he could to make them the best they could be and that's what this film follows is him taking them from being just under him, just under his guidance, to actually getting them a coach. Right. Uh, eventually in the form of Rick Morris, amazingly played by John Barenthal. Yeah, that, that's uh, a good good role for that guy. Uh, I did not. Yeah. Oh, it, my God. It took me a minute. I was like, man, I feel like I know this guy. I feel. And then someone <laughs> man, was is like, that the Punisher? Oh, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. It was like, Shane from The Walking Dead? What the fuck? <laughs> right it's it's a great fucking role so that's the thing this movie 
has the best acting of all three of the films that I we've seen agree. because not only is Will Smith knocking it out of the park, uh, so is John Barenthal. Uh, you have Sanaya Sidney playing Venus and Demi Singleton yeah. playing Serena. They're both They're great. great. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I've talked to before. I don't like crapping on child actors. If, if, if you have a bad child actor, it's typically not the child's fault. It's the director's right. fault for not pulling forth a great, great performance. Demi Singleton uh, was Marcus great. great. Yeah, and I just want to give Ronaldo Marcus Green a shout out because this is some great fucking directing. He pulled forth. I mean, I, I don't know how old uh, Sydney or Singleton are, either of those two know. ladies, um, but they they are young and mm-hmm. they performed amazingly yes. alongside Will Smith. Yes, definitely. So like, yeah, this all around the acting in this film is phenomenal, and it is so compelling. The only issue I had with it was the runtime because it's like two hours and it is twenty minutes really or whatever. Long. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't want to skip ahead in your in your telling of it, uh, but when they get to the point where he pulls them out of juniors and before yeah. uh, they play again. That part is so long, but I yeah. think that it's, it actually it's adds three to the years movie. too. Yeah, because it, yeah, it it feels it as long real. as it's it what happened. Real. Yeah, if, if in real life, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's just it, yeah, that part was definitely a slog because he 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 talks John Barenthal, uh, he talks Rick Morris into becoming their coach because they're just fucking good, obviously, and and Rick Morris sees that he sees is that it? they are a, a great talent. I got Rick, uh, like Mackie, like M A C C I. Oh, it is. Yeah. Again, I have bad handwriting. You're right. It is Rick Mackie. Okay. Yeah. I have. I can't even read my own handwriting. That's how bad it is, folks. Yeah, Rick Mackie. Sorry, uh, I've been saying that wrong the whole time. But uh, he he does take them on, and he talks the family into moving down to Florida, where his uh, his athletics his complexes are <laughs> his complex his tennis complex he just turns them out yeah and uh that's that's the thing he he gets them to florida and that's when richard drops the ball on rick he's like hey just so you know my kids are not going to be playing in the juniors tournaments and rick's like uh the that's fucks? the plan richard you have to you have to follow the plan they can't become great if they're not playing anybody but the problem is richard sees all the youth coming from from tennis and seeing them burn out real fast. Yeah. They have a lot of talent, but by the time they're like 30, they're tired, they're bored of the game, and they're turned into things like drugs and stuff like that. He sees one in particular who is Rick Mackey's uh, big star who just got arrested for marijuana. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh. That's not good. Richard pulls his kids out because he doesn't want them to turn into delinquents. He's fought so hard to keep them off the streets. He doesn't want them to burn out on tennis and go to the streets. So... It, it it adds to the story. I agree with you there, but it it definitely does also add to the runtime because that's the part where I'm just like, no, get to the tournaments. I want to see her yeah. fight. I want to see yeah. her play. It it does uh, it does when they finally get to that point where she gets to play professionally, like which is right. You know, kind of crazy to think about that. Though every tournament she played, she won when yeah. she was doing juniors. So. I mean, if that's all it takes to be qualified, then yeah, right. she should play. Uh, but and I damn. do, I do love 
not not to say that she wins at the end. I don't want to give spoilers right. away for the how the film ends, but they, this another film that ends in in placards and and mm. you know uh, summaries at the end, and it it pops up you know with Venus's big stuff where it's like she's won so many of these, she's done this, she was the first uh, black woman to be on top in tennis. I don't know the right terminology for mm. it, but she was the first best of tennis to be a black woman. Um, I said that completely opposite. It was, but it was a great, it was a good moment where it was just like, you know, she accomplished exactly what Richard's, uh, Richard Williams planned. And it's like, and Serena has won this and this and this, this and this and this. And is widely, it is just like at the very end, it's like she is widely considered by many to be the greatest player, tennis player there ever was. Yeah. Just like Richard planned. And it's just, it's really nice. It's a great moment. Yeah. I just, I fucking loved it when that happened because it's just like, yeah, look how amazing these two women are, what they've accomplished, not only for, um, you know, they are just an inspiration for like young black women, uh, black girls growing up. They're an inspiration for athletes. They're just, they're they're just crazy awesome. And I, I, I think this movie, uh, like to go all the way back to Ali, where I thought Ali was really well done. But it wasn't presented with that oomph to give his character the the legendary story that that right. Muhammad Ali deserves. This film got it one hundred percent right because you really do feel the legacy with these with these women. Mm-hmm. You do feel yeah. what their father pushed so hard for them to accomplish, and like it, it brings into a lot of um, it brings into focus a lot of the like the parental issues like. How how hard should you push your kids? Right. Is it wrong to to yeah. raise your kids like this? That that particular scene um, that where that really comes into question. There's a neighbor uh, that keeps on being like, "You shouldn't push those kids like that." And she eventually calls CPS, and they're right. they're there when Richard and the two girls come home from training, and his monologue there is so good like that he's like that's my job my job is to prepare them for the world so they don't end up on the streets and yeah i appreciated that so much but like uh, he is really hard on them but at the same time and i feel like this is what you're getting at he does make sure that they're having a good time that they're happy right like yeah it's like he 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 really tries to instill a humbleness mm-hmm. and an enjoyment yeah. of of others and of the game itself. Every time yeah. in the movie, at least before he sent them out there, he told them to remember to have fun. Like you yeah. know, and you know, I feel like that's a very obvious like parent thing to say to your kids. Right, but right. on that level of sports, it is not as common as you think. There's a lot of pressure yeah, I mean, from it. the parents on on the yeah. children, and they do a and very you see that good hardcore with that. everybody else. Yeah, yeah, they do a really good job. Yeah, because like, because you'll be you'll be at the the matches and uh, like Venus will be playing against some other lady, some other uh, girl at the time, and and you'll see her parent on the sideline just screaming. You know, yeah, just like why are you you're so or, like, walking away. Call that out. It's an out. You know, cheat, yeah. damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And I love that because you you definitely do see how some some people make it a little too competitive. Yeah. And 
Yeah, I like that aspect. I mean, There's not to say that the Williams never got too. heated. Uh, like just a little bit, a yeah. little bit, like of like parents really pushing their kid into this sport that's very dangerous, though. That's that was kind yeah. of more of the yeah. angle they were playing. Right. I don't know this one. This one I think nailed everything about it. This is it was a very fun movie. I really recommend King Richard. If of all three of these films, it wins for me. Wow! Because right? it, it it nails everything about it. It's so much fun. Um, yeah, I, I give it I give it three and a half stars. I I like really enjoyed this film. The only problem I had was like the runtime's a little fucking long. Right. But damn, watching Will Smith in this role was phenomenal I, all he, three he is characters. again uh yeah all the characters are great um but but here is amazing he has again been nominated for an oscar and <laughs> I, I told you beforehand i thought this was very hilarious as as we mentioned already in 2001 he lost to denzel washington for training day and now he's been nominated again yeah yeah he, he lost uh ali uh will smith was nominated for ali like i said and and uh here he's yet again been nominated but so is denzel washington for <laughs> for uh Macbeth. yeah uh, so it's, i don't know i mean it must be pretty good shakespeare if he got nominated i'll bet all right i'll bet i don't know who's gonna win is it's another rematch i'd love to watch this it. is uh yeah, I definitely have wanted to. It's just on Apple TV or yeah. Apple Plus or whatever it is. We don't. We don't have. I'm not paying for your shit, Apple. Right now, we don't have that one. But maybe if you join us at Green at Patreon.com <laughs> slash Green and Faceless, uh, we can change that. Well, I give it a face. It's a really good movie. I I can't. I'm not gonna give it a face and a half, even though I will watch it again and get the warm feels and everything. And um, yeah, I just really appreciate everything it was trying to say about uh, Richard and his family, and about Venus and Serena, and um, how it just just so many lessons you can learn in this movie. I, it's yeah. really good. There is something about Richard that is a little abrasive, uh, and I think they do a good job with um, his wife, Brandy uh, Williams. I think they do a good job with her pushing back on Richard sometimes, because I think yeah. they call it King Richard because Richard can be manipulative. He, he can yeah. be also authoritative and a totalitarian. Um, yeah. In... And right, yes, yes, and and she points out that maybe he's not letting them move on because he's afraid to fail. Yeah, and uh, and he he and that rings true to his ears. That's another thing I like about him is that when Brandy comes in and points out what he's doing wrong, he adjusts. Yeah. He's like, "You're right." He hears you. Right. Yeah. Yes. I really appreciate that about his character. Yeah, I do too. And um, so he's a complex man. But anyhow, that's what I want to say about the movie. Full face movie. Uh, I think you're right. I think that like if you're going to take these three pretty decent movies, all very good performances by Will Smith, and put them in a movie rating machine, this one would come out on top. Yeah. 
I think you're right. Yeah, but I like the historical importance of well, really all three of them. But the, the being during the civil rights movement, I really enjoy everything uh, that's represented about that and Ali. Um, and then in concussion, I just think that that's an important thing that people should know about. So yeah. I feel like they're all important movies because there's just such good things in this movie that I already said, and I'm just rambling on and we're going over time so much. <laughs> thanks for hanging in there, Couch Potatoes. Yeah, we really appreciate you guys listening. I hope you've had a good, uh, or at least an informative Black History Month. Uh, maybe you've learned uh, something yes. this year. I always love seeing, uh, I've been like close to like just cutting off all my ties from social media and just be like, you know, fuck Facebook, mm-hmm. fuck Snapchat, fuck Instagram. But like, I haven't done it yet. And, but one of the things I enjoy during Black History Month, especially, is just seeing all the people like, you have a lot of people who just post, you know, black people throughout history that you have not heard about yet. And I, I love reading yeah. about these people and being like, wow, that's an amazing story. When's that going to be made into the next movie? You know, like, I mean, like Hidden That'd Figures, when that yeah. came out, I was just like, why haven't I heard of these three women? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people out there. And 100% I just, agree. A lot of stories that we still have to tell. But. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Thanks for joining us here. And until Monday, I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And, uh. Until Monday, I will be Blake Christ. <laughs> oh, shit. <gasps> shit. Uh, I am the Faceless Leon. Safe travels and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. If you like the show, please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account or on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for listening.